Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Bro Kenny. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's our joy to be with you today. There's a message God laid in my spirit. I titled it, The Sure Mercies of David. We probably know many Davids in our life. I have a special David in my life who is my son. Uh, The David I'm referring to is King David, though I believe that the testimony of my son David will even be greater in Jesus' name. Now, King David is a character in Scripture that God has used to teach us a number of things about faith and about the work with God. But before I delve into that scripture, I want to read us a remarkable story from the book of Mark. So I read from verse Mark chapter 10 from verse 46. Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples were with a large crowd and were leaving the city of Jericho. A blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. They called the blind man to him and he said, and they said to him, Cheer up on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Verse 51. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, Jesus said, your faith has healed you immediately. He was healed of his blindness. Now, the key thing I want to bring out is the Bible says in verse 47 that when he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth that was passing by, instead of saying Jesus of Nazareth, guess what the blind man said? The blind man said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now, the Bible says in the next verse that people told him, stop shouting, shut up, stop yelling. We've heard enough of you. The Bible says the man shouted all the more. And look at what he said. The next thing he said was, son of David, have mercy on me. So the first time he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth. He said, Jesus, thou son of David. He didn't say Jesus of Nazareth. He said, Jesus, thou son of David. The second time after they told him to shut up and he and he shouted the more, he now left the name Jesus and just went straight and said, son of David, have mercy on me. Why is that important? The first step he did was to identify Jesus, not Jesus of Nazareth, but this man was tapping into something eternal, something that is ancient. Why did he do that? I want to submit to us today that blind Bartimaeus knew something that you and I will be so blessed to know. Blind Bartimaeus knew that there was a covenant that God cut with David. So he knew that Jesus, the son of God, was coming as the son of David. So blind Bartimaeus knew if I can activate that covenant, I will have access to that promise that was made to David. 
That is what we call the sure mercies of David. So I refer you to a scripture, Isaiah 53 verse 3. I'm reading from the King James. It said, incline your ear and give ear and your soul shall live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. To understand what the sure mercies of David is, you have to go to the Old Testament. The second book of prophet Samuel chapter 7, I begin to read from verse 8. The Bible says, now tell this to my servant David. This is God. God told Nathan the prophet, go to David and tell him this. Tell this to my servant David. This is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the pasture and from following the flock to be the ruler of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you go wherever you have gone, and I have cut off all your enemies from before you. Now I will make your name great. Like the names of the greatest men on earth, I will provide a place for my people, Israel, and will plant them so that they will have a home to call their own. No longer will they be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did in the beginning and have done ever since I appointed leaders over my people. I will give you rest from all your enemies. So these are the themes of the sure mercies of David. And I'll break it down shortly. The Lord says to him, declares to him, the Lord himself will establish a house for you. He said, when your days are over and you've gone to rest with your fathers, I will raise up offspring that will succeed you, who will come from your body and will establish your kingdom. He is the one who will build my house in my name, who will build a house in my name, and I will establish the throne of my of his kingdom forever. Let's break down the sure mercies of David. There's several parts to it. Number one, the one of the sure mercies of David is this, the gift of his presence. How do I say that? Verse 9, the first part of verse 9 says, I was with you everywhere you went. That's God is telling David, I will be your presence. I will go with you. I will surround you. Maybe somebody is listening to us today and you need to hear this. God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you even to the very end of time. That's what Jesus said. And believe me when I say it, it's still applicable today. The presence of God is still available today and you can access it. That's one of the sure mercies of David. What's the second sure mercies of David? Number two protection from the enemies. The word of God says in verse 9, the lower part of verse 9b, it says, and I have cut off all your enemies from around you. So you can administer this grace. You can expect that all the enemies will be cut off from around you. Now, enemies doesn't necessarily mean human beings. It means entities, principalities, powers, dominions of darkness, that God has cut them off all around you. So you are in a place of safety. There is a tower. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. You can run into it and be saved. So that is one of the show me. The next one is protection from affliction. So let's go through it again. The first show mercies of David is the gift of his presence. Number two is protection from your enemies. Number three is protection from affliction. Do you see that? Protection from affliction. And he says, and wicked men will not afflict them anymore. That's found in verse 10. And wicked men shall not afflict them anymore. So you can expect to be delivered from affliction. These are the principles you can stand on. This is the covenant God caught with David that is applicable to you and to me today. The next, the next show mercy, the number four is stability, a place of safety and security. And this is what the word of the law says. And I will appoint Point a place for my people Israel, I will plant them and they will dwell in a place of their own and not be moved anymore. You see that? 
So expect that you would be on stable ground. There's an old song that says, All other rocks are sinking sand. On Christ alone I stand. All other rocks are sinking sand. There is a place of safety. There is a name. He is the rock of ages. His name is Jesus. There is a place of safety you can stand. In these unstable times, there is still a rock that you can stand on. That is one of the showmers of it. That's number four. Number four. The fifth one is this. His mercy and loving kindness. What does he say? Verse 15. But my mercy and loving kindness shall not depart from him as I took them from Saul. Remember, Saul was the first king of Israel, but he made a mistake. He sinned against God and God withheld his mercy and loving kindness from Saul. But God told David, look, I withheld it from King Saul, but I'm going to bestow it on you and I will never let it go away from you. So you expect that the mercies and the loving kindness of God will always be with you. The last one is the one that I love really. I love all of them, but this one, number six, the sixth sure mercy of David is this generational blessing and stability. You know, it's one thing to run the race and and finish your course. It's another thing to be a blessing for generations to come. We talk about legacy. We're talking about what do I leave for my children, for my grandchildren? What do you leave for your spouse, for your grandchildren, for your children? This is God telling David that after your race is done, I will establish the generations after you. For any, any senior that is listening to that, that is such a blessing. That is such a blessing to know that when you pass into glory, that the seed that come after you, should Jesus tarry, they too will serve the Lord. What did Joshua say? As for me and my house. So you can expect and lay a demand on this covenant that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You can commit your lineage to God. This is how we establish it in the kingdom. This is how we establish generational blessings. We serve God with all of our hearts and we pass it on to our sons, our daughters, that our sons and daughters will pass it on to our grandchildren and great-grandchildren until Jesus comes. That is how you generate a generational blessing. That is how you activate it. So there are at least more than six sure mercies of David. I've just listed six. I'm sure there are much more, but I'll, I'll go through them again, just one after the other. Number one, the gift of his presence. Number two, protection from enemies. Number three, protection from affliction. Number four, a place of stability, a place of security. Number five, the mercy and loving kindness will never depart from you. Number six, generational blessing and stability in your times and the generations to come. Why did Jesus stop to minister to that blind man? The, the Luke's account of that incident said that Jesus was walking out of Jericho and there were many people with him. So there were many people yelling at Jesus, screaming his name. Why did Jesus stop? Why didn't he stop for others? Because blind Bartimaeus activated something. He, she, he said, Jesus, thou son of David. You see, there's several ways God will communicate with us. The lowest way is probably by our emotions. And that's not a very good way for you to communicate with God based on emotions. The second way is probably better. It's based on reasoning, our reasoning, the way we rationalize things, logic, which is a good way, but not the perfect way. Another way is based on the principles of the world, which I think is a very excellent way. But the most important way that God communicates with us and has a relationship with us is by covenant. When God costs a covenant, God is a God of covenant. He bowed himself to David by covenant. And he said, anybody that comes from your seed, including his son, Jesus, anybody that comes from your lineage shall have these blessings. So my friend, my brother, my sister, 
If you are listening to us today, you can access these blessings. The book of Isaiah chapter 89 and verse 15, 14, sorry. It says, righteousness and justice are the foundation of the throne of God. Mercy and truth go before him. The New Living Translation says that mercy and truth are the attendants at the throne of God. So when you come to the throne of grace, there are two attendants you're going to meet. One is mercy. The other is truth. That is why blind Bartimaeus was able to access that. He said, son of David, activating the covenant. And then he said, have mercy, activating the attendant. So today, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy, to find grace to help at a time of need. Call the son of David. That covenant is still in operation today. Pastor Drew is going to come and encourage us regarding giving our lives to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. They show mercies of David. Friend, this mercy is available even now. Even the fireless offender can receive this message today. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. If you open your heart to Christ Jesus by the Spirit of God, that mercy will flow right now. The same sure message of David will flow. Declare after me, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you now. I receive your mercy. Oh, the prodigal son will come back. The prodigal daughters will come back as I receive this message today. And I thank you, Lord, for the cleansing power of your precious blood over my spirit, soul, and body in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And I also want to use the opportunity to ask for men and women that are inspired by the Spirit of God to join us. We're calling for a 2,000 praying volunteers of men and women from province to province in this great nation to join for prayer for Canada. Canada must be saved. Canada for Christ. You can send us your email address or if you haven't got an email, you could send your telephone number, mobile number, your province and city. It will be kept absolutely confidential, but we will respond to you on how we will move forward. Until next time, this is Pastor Joe. God bless and bye for now. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.